With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Do you love uploading video to the web, but you can't stand those pesky ads that come with it? Well, go to BlazingRyeRadio.com and click on the banner for Vimeo. Vimeo loves your videos. Save and share your videos in beautiful HD with no disruptive ads. As a basic member, you can upload up to 500 megabytes of video per week for free. As a plus member, you can upload up to 5 gigs of video per week. And that is $59.95 per year. And if you want to go pro, you can upload up to 20 gigs of video per week for only $199 per year, billed annually. So, go ahead on over to BlazingRyeRadio.com, click on the banner for Vimeo, and get to uploading. Thank you for listening. BlazingRyeRadio.com. Great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Oh, hey, there you are. Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> you know what? I, uh, so, <sighs> let me explain. <laughs> um, I, I, I ordered food from this health food place, and I've been thinking that, okay, as long as the show starts, um, <laughs> I, I can tell you <laughs> that I have to. Uh, go down and get my food, or it'll come before the show. But what happens is it comes right when I need to play two clips back to back, and then introduce the show. And uh, and then when I said I texted you to stall, I had not turned your mic on, so I don't know. You sound yeah, what were you? Man, what's going on over there? I know, I, because I was trying to get back within the 34 seconds of the backstage intro, and I did not. Uh, what what were right. you talking That's about? Right. <laughs> what were you talking as about? Well, you got your food. It's all that matters. I guess so. What, what were you telling them about? I said we're going to have a great show tonight. Uh, I, I said April 30th, uh, April 30th, Thursday. It could be the best show. A lot going on in America. A lot going on in the show. Yeah. <laughs> i tell you what. Let's start again, okay? We're going to start Let's again. Do it. Here we, all right, here it we go. We'll do it live. Right. We'll do it live. Fuck it. 
great city playboy They're always around To help build your hope up Then help drag you down They'll leave you with nothing Worth singing about Welcome to the show, Mains. It's your boy Blazing Rye, and uh, you're checking into Blazing Rye backstage. And I'd like to welcome the Sade to my better in law, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, man? Hello, man. man. How are you doing? Hey. I'm alright, man. Two young lovers <laughs> Well, it's going down It's going down Sunrising On the other two lovers While the world goes around The world goes around One love <laughs> Might make the difference <laughs> Might take a while And tear them Wow. One light might keep on shining if we say one love if we spread it around. Around here. Who's that? That was amazing. We young lovers. Well, it's going down. you that I had written for you when we were in LA and then I played that song but it's actually by a band who reunited for the late show with David Letterman today Hootie and the Blowfish oh my gosh your boys and your I, boy I am so excited I'm so excited oh my so when when is Dave's uh, last show May 20th Oh my gosh! Not even a month, my friend. I know, and I I told uh, uh, my friend who works there. I was like, "That's that's the day the music dies." And then my friend kind of like laughs, and he's like, "Did you see John Mayer the other night?" And I said, "No, why? What did he do?" And he said, "Well, he came on Letterman the other night, and he played American American Pie, the whole you know ten minute long version. Oh wow! And it was really good." He said, "And you know, I would prefer maybe any other artist." ever uh doing that but um but i watched it and it was cool and he had on his uh his old school late show with david letterman letterman jacket which is cool and uh and he did the whole song and the crowd gave him a standing ovation and uh you know what my thought was though like dave dave and them they wanted john mayer to do it so they asked him to do it he came on and, and did it uh and he killed it but like why not have don mclean do it you know why not him that's that's a phenomenal point. I, I mean, why not have the original yeah. guy sing it? Yeah, who, who could do it better than Don McLean? Come on. <laughs> did you say Don McLean? I did. I did. I, 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 is it Don McLean or Don McLean? That is a great I question. Confused. 
That is an amazing question because when I said it just now, you could hear the hesitation in my voice because I don't know if it's McLean or McLean. And I feel like everyone thought it was McLean, but then at some point everyone was like, no, it's McLean. And now he, all you think about is the guy fucking the pie in, in the movies. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be a sad day. Uh, I mean, nobody, nobody else is left. Who else is left? That's it. Ah, that's 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 the last of uh, the old uh, the old guard. guard there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's devastating. Yeah, it's, for me, yes, I, I feel like a lot of people have uh, that you know they love this uh, this Jimmy Fallon guy. They, they it does seem like that. Yes, yeah. I feel like Jimmy's doing everything in the book he can to win an audience over. I mean, he's like having game shows and uh, massive amount of celebrities on there playing games and all this this crazy stuff. Well, did you hear that uh, one of Conan's writers commented on how he tweeted, I don't know which writer it was, but he tweeted, he kept, he went on this Twitter tirade about how, um, like, can't people just be funny and innovative and not, like, play these ridiculous games with celebrities and lip sync and all this stuff? And he was clearly talking about the Tonight Show, and right. when uh, and, and then Conan like tweeted the next day, "I wish that this guy would work on making my show funnier instead of uh, insulting other people's shows on Twitter." So oh that was the whole to do. Um, but he has a point that that uh, it's Jimmy Fallon has this amazing bag of tricks, and you always hear that phrase in in acting classes as a bad thing a bag of tricks is a bad thing for theater folk um you know you you don't want to reach into your bag of tricks and go play the old uh character and all that stuff that you always did you want to be true to what you're doing in the moment and that's something that letterman's always excelled at he's very fast he's very in the moment and michael keaton was on the other night and uh and he he said that back in the days of the comedy store in the seventies and stuff that that there was nobody like faster than David Letterman. Um, yeah. And uh, it, it's it's uh, the other thing that happened on the show that Michael Keaton was on um, in a monologue. Dave made a joke about Batman, and I'm thinking in my head like he's Batman's there, and like you know he's he's backstage. Yeah, uh, be Batman. Yeah, and and the audience kind of like had this reaction, and there was this kind of pause, and and like there was some acknowledgement of it. Um, but then when when uh when Michael Keaton came out, he 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 called back to it with this text on his phone. You'll have to go and and watch it. It's uh, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And then Future Islands was on. It was Michael Keaton Future Islands. A great show. Oh my first- God, your favorite band, Future <laughs> Islands. I mean, it was the first time they went back since that time that they you know as. Uh, that that the the world changed for them, you know. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly. They got they get the massive exposure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So when David wait a minute, Duke, isn't one of uh, Dave's favorite bands Blues Traveler? How come Blues Traveler is not going to be on? I think John Popper either was playing with the band last night or is tonight. So. Oh so, okay. Yes. Yeah, so so your you, you know your point is mute. <laughs> is that the phrase? Mute? Yes. Very well. Very well, sir. <laughs> um 
What's what's going on with you, John Weeks? What's going on in your life? In my life, not much. I went to a wedding over the weekend. Oh God! I know. Oh God, I know. It was a bit much. Yeah. It was. It was fun though, seeing some old friends. Uh, but it was a lot. It was a two and a half hour drive to New Hampshire and back, and it was like uh, I was really. Uh, fearing this whole trip and uh, it wasn't too bad though it, was, it turned out a lot better than it was it was expected so uh, I was happy I went and uh, I don't want to ever go to a wedding again that's pretty much it <laughs> <laughs> now that, did I that hear trip. that you, did I hear that you uh, uh, you you were peer pressured to rap and you would not do that yeah, so I was peer pressured probably about four times during the entire wedding uh, to the point where I was pushed on the stage with the DJ, given a <laughs> microphone in front of about 75 to 100 people, and uh, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't. I got so nervous. Uh, you know, the, the groom saw it in my face. He was, he was like, I, I don't want to force you to do anything you don't want to do. It just seemed so uh, awkward. It was terrible. <laughs> You, my friend, were were raped by the microphone. I was. I was. I just couldn't do it. I don't it know what like happened. Foxy, Foxy all over again. It was like it was just like that. It was, and uh, somebody made a comment that I probably agree with, but it was kind of a crude comment at first. It was like, oh, you know, as you get older, you know, you you, you kind of lose that uh, the willingness to make a fool out of yourself or be brave or something like that, and uh, it was something along those lines and. It probably was true. I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Nah, that's bullshit. I feel like <laughs> I feel I feel like well that's this goes back to Letterman again. People are so afraid today of of being weird. And that's right. something that, that he turned into a mainstream thing. And and I, I don't know. I feel like if I post an Instagram video of me lip syncing to Ja Rule, my friends are like uh, has Holmes fallen off the wagon? You know, whereas it's it, it used to be widely accepted to be weird. I don't know. It's a whole thing, but but I I feel like if you're um the older you get, I feel like the less you care, the more willing you're supposed to be to embarrass yourself and 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 shit. No. Yeah, that might be true. Actually, I agree agree with that to an extent because uh yeah, you just don't care as much, and uh, if if you want to do it, you do it. Uh, but it just seems strange at this party. I just didn't, I wasn't in that that mood, you know. And uh, it was I was in a very proper mood just that night. Just, it was just, uh, <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't have been. I think I got to let loose a little bit and get out there. And uh, that's what this wedding was about. It was seeing some old friends and kind of getting reacquainted to uh, to that lifestyle again. It was good. It was good. It was very fun. Very fun. Who were, who were these people? Some old childhood friends. Uh, young Kevin Nichols. Getting mm-hmm. married to a young Katie Cubitt and uh, a bunch of my old friends, Joe Gorski and uh, UConn, UConn people, and uh, Mark Mancini, and some good kids, good kids all around. Now, what you talked about them bringing you on stage for the rap was was the rap song playing in the background, or was there a band, or what? No, no, it was uh, there was a DJ, and the DJ was going to put on some Busta Rhymes, literally, to stop the entire thing and put on some Buster Rhymes, and then I would have to 
rap along to the song Dangerous and do a dance out out there on the stage. I mean, I was terrified. I was thinking you should have done my uh, Chinese class dance to Oops, I Did It Again. <laughs> oh, my God. You just reminded me of the greatest performance of all time. <laughs> I remember this girl... Because what what happened is I I got up there for Chinese class after not going to the Chinese class for like a year and then I for like a semester and then I get up there and we do this oops I did it again performance when all the only thing is sure 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 I'm saying in Chinese and afterwards everyone like loved it they loved it but then this they girl Alicia Ponte came up to me afterwards who was in the Japanese class and she was like I don't really get it like how can you just change one word and then like that's a Chinese performance it doesn't really make sense and she's right you know it was ridiculous she was right but it was great performance everybody loved it they loved it they loved it uh but but what you getting up there on stage uh and and being forced to that reminds me of Zach's wedding uh where my friend Zach got married in Westchester and now uh Zach had a band and they were performing um, Swedish House Mafia's Don't You Worry, Child. And oh. the uh, Zach grew up on the Upper East Side, and he went to boarding school in New Jersey. And uh, Zach's friends, for the most part, are douchebags. So <laughs> when that song started, all of the douchebags ran up on stage, took the mics from the singers in the band... And started singing, don't you worry, don't you worry, child. You know, that that song that the kids listen to these days. And it was so rude. It was like they jumped on stage. They, they literally ripped the mics out of the band's hands and sang. The only song that they got excited for all night was this shitty house song. <laughs> that sounds bad. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Uh, you know, the funny thing was at the wedding, I wasn't just getting, uh, you know, asked to do the song by all the young people, but this this guy's mother, the groom's mother was going after me the hardest. She was like, oh, you're not going to do this for my son. You're not going to do this for Kelly. I couldn't handle it. I, and the guilt has followed me to this day, even a week later. I'm telling you, I let him down. <laughs> To this day, it's been seven, six days. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 but do you find that as the seasons change right now, seasons change, do you find that uh, people are, are acting, uh, I feel like people like on the subway and stuff are acting real crazy. And I feel like the way to uh, to deal with them is to out crazy the crazies. Like there was this guy on the subway today who started like, kneeling down and, and, like, getting all up in people's faces. It looked like he was about to, like, pass out about 20 times. And uh, <laughs> his shoot was untied and stuff. And then at some point, I just started, like, shaking as if I was having a, a tremor. And, and I started to let the music in my headphones move me more than usual because I found that if I out-crazied the crazy guy, then I wouldn't feel scared. You know? I think that's a sound uh, decision. I think that's a great strategy. You just kind of go over the edge just a little bit more than the person next to you 
yeah. to show uh, what can happen, and then they get they wake up and see what's the error of their own actions, and they correct themselves, or they'll stop going to the crazy zone. You know. Yeah. I I, I agree with that. I, I I agree with you that about the weather. I think I just I wish the weather would turn cold again. I mean, the people are just going nuts all across uh, the country. Yes. They they're getting angry with everything. <laughs> I walked by this couple in the in Bryant Park yesterday, and the the they look you know from afar it just looks like a couple talking in the park. And then I walked by them, and the girls going, "Stop making up fucking excuses for what you did." <laughs> so. You know, I, I I think that's the new thing is is fighting in parks in the spring. That's what people do. Fighting now. in parks in the spring, getting easily agitated and angry with your fellow man or woman, <laughs> and uh, just We're showing sure. that expressing expressing that anger with everybody. It's just like everybody's aggravated and uh, you know uh, ready to blow up. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I checked uh, the the stats of uh, listens recently, and on the show, and it's you know it's there's it, it's mainly kind of at a lull, and then yesterday all of a sudden a hundred one listens, and I don't know what these people are listening to. I don't know what episode. I don't I don't understand why why would there be this massive spike only yesterday? What's going on? I think I think the crazy meter went up high yesterday, and I think people want to hear the, the, something even crazier, so they can turn to our show. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find those stats again. One hundred and one in one day yesterday. Right, in one, which is you know, if it were a show that there was like somebody famous on or something, then that might make some sense. But this is just ridiculous. <laughs> Um, it doesn't are, make sense with the show. It doesn't make sense. What happened yesterday that escalated the, uh, you know, the people watching the show? Yeah, look, like April 27th and, and uh, 28th, it's like 15 listens, and then skyrockets up to 101 yesterday. I have no clue why. I don't know. It's something weird happened yesterday, but I don't know. Maybe it's a gravitational pull. Maybe there was attraction to our show somehow. <laughs> oh, actually, let's see. Okay, so April 27th, 11 listens. April 28th, 69 listens. Ooh. And then April 29th, 101. So there was a an increase from the 27th to the 29th, and I, I don't know why, and I can't. The way that these stats are on Blog Talk Radio makes it like impossible to see which shows people are listening to. Who are these people and why? Why? Why all of a sudden? Why would they want to watch listen to our show? <laughs> yeah, I know, and especially when I want to talk about some things tonight that I don't want people knowing about. <laughs> tonight's gonna be the most watched uh, listened show of all time. We already watched. <laughs> <laughs> what about this? Uh, what about this, though? Except for breakfast. Breakfast is very good over there because how can you beat eggs, sausage, bacon, more sausage, and then top that off with some fried tomatoes and baked fucking beans? <laughs> <laughs> what 
happened there? What was that? I've never heard a man get more excited about baked fucking beans in my whole life. Let's hit him again. Except for breakfast. Breakfast is very good over there because how can you beat eggs, sausage, bacon, more sausage, and then top that off with some fried tomatoes and baked fucking beans? (laughs) 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 You know what it sounds like? It sounds like he says baked fucking beans and then he hits himself in the stomach. I don't understand why he would do that, but it sounds like he's getting violent. Wait, are you saying he hits himself when he says fucking or afterwards? Right after he says baked fucking beans, he hits himself and goes, aww. <laughs> I, I got to hear that again then. Except uh. for breakfast. Breakfast is very good over there because how can you beat eggs, sausage, bacon, more sausage, and then top that off with some fried tomatoes and baked fucking beans? Oh. <laughs> that's not him. That's you that says, oh. Oh, that's me? Yeah. It's not Fogarty. That's not the wizard. Why in the world would I say, oh. <laughs> did you punch him? Or did he punch you there? I, I think he might have punched me when he got so excited about the beans. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was a thing like say you're at a diner and you, and the waitress comes over and you're like and I want some big fucking beans and you punch her face she goes oh anytime you talk about big beans you gotta punch the person next to you we went hog wild on those big beans you went crazy on those big fucking beans Everything else he was talking about pretty normally, and then all of a sudden the baked beans <laughs> put him over the top, and then y- you had someone punch you or something. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, two two guestesses who used to used to could be on Blazing Rye, um, Jesse Terry and Rebecca Loby, uh, they are touring together now. So I saw on Instagram that it, he was touring with her, and so I commented on it saying, hey, two Blazing Ride guests, crazy. And That's amazing. She, yeah. And uh, she, how do they even uh, hook up there and, and get, get together I, there? I don't even I, understand this. What is it? What's, what's going I on have, here? I haven't a clue, but I know that um, oh. she was on, I think she was on The Voice. Um Wow. She was on one of those reality shows, I think The Voice, and he was, and and then he, I noticed that he always performs in like Greenwich and stuff. He's always going to Connecticut and stuff, and um, he, and then sometimes he's like in these exotic locations like Italy, and uh, the so then he invites me on um, Facebook to their show at Rockwood, I think it's Rockwood Music Hall, and I clicked maybe. And multiple times a day since then, I've been getting notifications saying, Jesse Terry posted in this event. Jesse Terry posted in this. And it's always double because I like I like his page and he's my friend on Facebook. So I'm getting all these notifications and uh, I'm just publicly, please stop. Please. 
because I don't know how to turn off the notifications. And it's like, uh, okay, so so here we were at the, uh, I was at the gym earlier, and I noticed I have a couple Facebook notifications. Two of them are from fucking you know, this guy. So I, I, um, I click it, and I'm about to try to like, I'm about to hit decline on the event. Not that I'm not going to the event. I just don't want to keep getting these notifications multiple times daily, but. Right before I hit decline, I noticed that he says, uh, Rebecca Lobie and I kick off our tour tomorrow, tomorrow with a Neil, Neil Young tribute in New Haven, Connecticut, and then I did not hit decline. Oh, yes. Very nice. In New Haven, yeah. Yeah, so so even when I tried to hit decline, something was kept pulling me in, and I'm going to keep getting these fucking notifications. It's driving me nuts. I know. It's going to drive you even more nuts. You know, you're just going to get all these... Notifications, and you can't stop. You can't stop it. It's ridiculous. I don't know. The thing about notifications is funny. Whenever I see a notification in my profile, I get really excited, like something important is going to happen. It's always like some guy likes some weird game or some weird status. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate the game. I hate the games. I hate the games. Um, I'm going to pee real quick, and I'm going to play a thing, and then – Fogarty might, uh, you know, just you, you stall if I'm not back. Be right back. Um, what do I do after? Yeah, what do I do after? After what? Like you change? Yeah, like after I change it, yeah. You got where you change it, and when you take it out, just dispose of it, and then uh, put a new one in. and do, Dispose of it where? Do, like, do, do I eat it? In the trash. <laughs> Just throw it in the trash. Oh, so so I don't eat it. Because one of my friends said that she eats them. Oh, you've got to be kidding. No, she she, she sent me a picture. Are we talking about the same thing? I'm talking about a tampon. (laughs) Yeah. So so my friend was saying... I'm just asking. Like I said, I'm new to this. You're the the expert over here. My friend said when she's done... She, instead of throwing it out because it's wasteful, she eats it like a gusher. No. God, I can't imagine anybody doing that. But uh, it's some, kind of some, she said sometimes she, she said sometimes she freezes them and makes cherry popsicle sticks. Oh, God. Well, I think she needs help, but um, that's beside the point. Um, John Weeks, do you know what time it is? <laughs> I'm best reward for the wizard. Oh, I'm a mess, I'm a mess, I'm a mess. With, I confess, IBS. Tom Fogarty, what's going on, man? Not man. <laughs> I'm a man. Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> how how are you, sire? What are you up to this uh, lovely spring evening? Oh, I'd be fine. I'm trying to leave my wicker bill alone. Oh, <laughs> wicker bill. 
my wicker bill. Oh. And uh, <laughs> my what? little Uzi, what's it? Oh, are you talking about your terrarium? Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. Who have you got for us tonight for the hot mess award? Okay. Well, my first hot mess has got to be Patrick Dempsey. I don't know if you followed any of that last week, but uh, he sort of got killed off Grey's Anatomy. Now, I know it's like, Who's even watching Grey's Anatomy? But we realized there's nothing on TV on Thursday nights anymore. So we decided to watch it for the first time in like seven or eight years. Knowing that it's the last season. And yeah, it came out in the papers and stuff the next day that Shonda Rhimes sort of had to get rid of him because he's, uh, I guess, going through a really ugly divorce and was becoming quite the diva. She sort of put him on hold for a bit, and when he did return to the set, apparently he was just a horse's ass, Mm. so out he went. Damn. They are are no strangers to drama with that cast. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. But at least, you know, she learned her lesson, and that brings me to my second hot mess, and that's Shonda Rhimes herself. (laughs) Oh. Because you remember back in the whole T.R. Knight, you're a fag, Isaiah Washington thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, she fired Isaiah, but then she brought Isaiah back, and then T.R. Knight quit, and then Isaiah got fired again. <laughs> this time around, she just decided to kill McDreamy, not once, but twice. Bitch was hit by a car, and then hit by another fucking car, tried to back up from that. <laughs> Oh, she wanted to make sure this son of a bitch was dead and never never able to come back to the plot line. <laughs> Wait, so she kills him off first in a car accident and then doesn't even change the next death? No, he's in a car accident. Yeah. And while he's out and attending to somebody trying to save them, a fucking car hits him on the side of the highway. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And... In terms of your final hot mess, John Weeks, can I get a drum roll, please? Drum roll, please. And can I get a tuba? Can I get a tuba, please? Tuba, tuba, tuba. One a tuba. Tuba what? Tuba KY? Tuba who? And, sire, before you get into it, how does your final hot mess make you feel? A certain kind of way. Yeah, yeah. When you just don't know what you're feeling, you can't find the right word to say. Or at the moment you start to realize you're feeling a certain way. You feel a certain way. I feel a certain way. I said everybody's feeling a certain way. I feel a certain way. You feel a certain way. So many things that make me feel a certain way. And who have you got for us? Okay, it's one of my good hot messes. Yellow Wolf has a new album out, and on it is a song called Best Friend, and I think it is Eminem's best shit in a long time. Have you heard this? No, No, I have not. This is some killer shit. 
You like that shit? That yeah. Intense. That's yeah. killer. Yeah. That's intense right there, yeah. Best friends. My best friend. My best. <laughs> and I like yellow. And I like yellow snow. He's he's pretty cute too. Who is yellow? Who is that? Who's yellow? Yellow wolf. Yeah. Yellow wolf. He's one of those white southern tattooed up motherfuckers, you know, who who at least this time around finally got it right. Apparently, because he's always been closer to Kid Rock than uh, you know Eminem. So sure. his first effort just sort of came off as vanilla fucking ice, but. Now he seems to be kicking it with this with this new one. Nice, Ooh. yeah. That, Ain't that, that nice? Hot. Yeah. Let me ask you how are how are you playing that? Is it on a, a CD? Uh, no, it's that's a YouTube clip of the video. Okay. Nice. Okay, it's always best good. Best friend. Now this best friend reminds me of an R. Kelly song called "Best Friend," where he's like. You'll be doing my best friend. Yeah. And then in the thing, they say, he's, he's like locked up and he tells his friend who's visiting him in jail, he's like, I need some rolls of tissue, Charmin, this toilet paper be cutting my ass straight. You sure he's in prison and not just in the closet? Closet? <laughs> <laughs> my best right. friend. In the closet. <laughs> oh, it's my autobiography all of a sudden. What are you talking about here? Oh, yeah. Eat on in the closet. And Cue the strings in the horn. It was very catchy. It's Why so are you talking about? I had to go to the free clinic. Wait, what? It's so catchy. I had to go to the free clinic. <laughs> Why did you just talk about golden showers too? Uh, R. Kelly brings it out of me. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, noted. You got it. Um, you got it. I thought you were taller than that. Oh come on, sire! Don't do me like that, sire! Come on, man! Come on, no, man! Don't do me like what? that. What? Come on. Don't do me like huh? that, sir. Come on, man. Come on, man. Man. I don't, I'll treat you any damn way I want to, Biatch. <laughs> Big fucking beans. Best friend. I smack you upside the head like the mouse to fuck the elephant. Boom. <laughs> you said, like hey, that lady. Like that lady in Bonimo. <laughs> that, I love that, man. She she said, yeah. she said, you get your little ass back in it. She yep. told him a new one. Yup, yup. That's the kind of mama we need these days. <laughs> Agreed. For the first time ever, a Fox News poll revealed this week that a majority of Americans support le- legalizing marijuana, which is perfectly understandable. It is still inexplicable, however, why anybody watches Fox News. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's for all the pretty blondes. Speaking of pretty blondes... Former Baywatch star Jeremy Jackson was arrested last weekend for allegedly stabbing a man. Man, if I were walking around the set of Baywatch, I would have kind of been stabbing people already, you know? 
with all them titty breasts and speedos and shit. She yeah, ding 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 Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, thank you. Former prisoners of Bedford Hills Correctional Facility returned this week to perform the vagina monologues, or as Bruce Jenner calls it, the vagina monologues. <laughs> the, the the pregina monologues is that what you said? That's it. I said the pregina. <laughs> the pregina yeah, monologues. Monologue. Yeah, at least you didn't say the prego monologues. <laughs> Not to be confused with the ragu monologues. <laughs> <laughs> a, a Greek court has convicted a dead man of stealing electricity from a power utility, giving him a six-month suspended jail sentence. The convicted party was unable to provide any comment at this time. <laughs> what? Because he's fucking dead. Greek he's dead. Dead man. Oh, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. But they still fucked him up the butt. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Because they'd be Greek that way. (laughs) Agamemnon. (laughs) That's a name that needs to come back. Why don't nobody name their damn children Agamemnon no more? Agamemnon. Clytemnestra would be a great one to come back to. Yeah, (laughs) baby. Yeah, Clytem. Get over here, Clytem. Clytem. And bring your twin sister Nestra with you. (laughs) <laughs> That's my new nickname for weeks, Clydem. 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 Your little friend, Nestra. <laughs> <laughs> and a brother, Lou Nestor. <laughs> <laughs> and a creepy uncle, Viagra. Viagra. <laughs> Was he a gay creepy uncle? Did he stand in the doorway and watch? Scotty Pippen's daughter Sierra was arrested Sunday after she allegedly entered the Iowa City Sheridan peed on the floor of the lobby and then walked out in her defense Sierra told the hotel staff she wanted to bring them a little something because the mailman don't deliver on Sundays That's a good point. That's <laughs> logical, I think. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. Okay, Hillary Clinton will deliver a major speech on criminal justice reform on Wednesday, calling for an end to the era of mass incarceration. She said she'd had enough of that in her own marriage. <laughs> oh. Hey. Put down the saxophone, Bill. <laughs> I said, put down the saxophone, Bill. Uh-huh. <laughs> a McDonald's employee punched a Michigan State University student at 2 a.m. Thursday. She explained that anyone who actually eats McDonald's 
These would be slapped in the face. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> That's right. Shit. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Meatloaf at Rikers Island Jail tested positive this week for rat poison. Well, I guess that explains this. America, Or do we want a little more loaf? I oh want no, that's enough. I want a little more. I want, I want some more. Let's. Hey, it's two against one. Let's do a little, little more. Just 
you're you're you don't have punchlines. It's just you being you. It's great. <laughs> this is me speaking the truth. That's all. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> Courtney Cox hinted to Yahoo this week that it was David Schwimmer is the one former cast member preventing a friend's reunion from happening. Or as I like to call him, my hero. (laughs) (laughs) Thriller released a list this week of the nine worst designed cities in the world. One of them being Atlanta, Georgia. I was finished the joke, but I'm starting to have convulsions. (laughs) (laughs) There's another one. Yeah. (laughs) Former President Bill Clinton this week said, We have overshot the mark on incarceration in this country and made a mess. Kind of like when I overshot my steaming hot jism onto that tiny blue dress. <laughs> that was very good, very good. It was, but I don't think it was so tiny. She was kind I of was a just thinking this, yeah. Kind of a plus-size dress. Yeah. You know, she is 50 now. How fucking old are we? Damn. Oh, my God. Really? Damn. Yes. The intern is 50. Damn. Damn. Oh, wow. Amid riots in the city, the Baltimore Orioles played the Chicago White Sox in front of an empty crowd on Wednesday, which just sort of looked like City Field on any given day. Let's <laughs> <laughs> play ball. <laughs> <laughs> Two pizza thieves tried to sell 80 stolen pizzas to police last week. Before the police could arrest the criminals, they sent the pizzas to Kylie Jenner. I was oh. going to say, that was like deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> now wake me when they send some to Brody Jenner. Man, that's a fine piece of boy. I'd, I'd have to be a lesbian to stay away from that. <laughs> so, so far, the people who would turn you into a lesbian are Ryan Gosling, Jerry O'Connell, and Brody Jenner. Brody Jenner, you got it, baby. That's your triumvirates. That, well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> There's always room for more. Yeah, are there more? <laughs> yeah. And to uh, kill this one off finally, astronomers <laughs> have discovered a mysterious cold spot that may be the largest structure in the universe. Or maybe it's just Shaq at the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> It's the stupidest theme song ever. I love it. It's so good, though. It's great the way that you cover it. Well, it's sort of Phil Glassian. Sort of what? It's sort of Philip Glassian. Oh yes. Do 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 do
<laughs> Sire, before you go, I just want to play this and get your reaction. Uh oh. Breakfast. breakfast is very good over there because how can you beat eggs, sausage, bacon, more sausage, and then top that off with some fried tomatoes and baked fucking beans? Paper towels for London. Baked fucking beans. Why'd you I get love so... that breakfast? You got so violent with baked fucking beans. I know. You brought a tear to my eye. Aww. Making me feel a certain kind of way in moisture Uh-oh. spots I'd forgotten about. <laughs> well, sire, always a pleasure. Have a wonderful night, and don't I get happy. You twa. Pleasure okay. and honor, sir. Ciao, bellies. Bye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I realized like halfway through that I didn't really write any jokes for you. <laughs> I like these actually. I like these a lot. These are very funny. I thought. Yeah, but those hundred one people who listened yesterday, they ain't gonna be listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> we lost those guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really wonder what episode, like, what could have, did somebody, did, like, Justin Bieber tweet my episode or something? I mean, well, then it would be, like, a thousand, but, um, so. Something happened that we don't know. Yeah. And, uh, the, yeah. And it brought people to the show. Yeah. What the fuck was it? Um, did you by do the way, something? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it was that wedding, the story about the wedding. I mean, that was pretty. That was a pretty epic story that you gave last week. Yeah, and then the girl DJ texted me, Holmes, I just listened to your... Uh, oh, she texted in the group me with the bride in it, and she was like, I just listened to the, uh, the radio show. Sounds like you had a horrible time. LOL, 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 LOL. <laughs> and she says that to the bride. You know, the bride is in that text, so that made me feel a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's so bad. She should have done that. What the hell? Uh, oh, my God. That, that probably made you feel a certain way. <laughs> it did. Stop. You guys got to stop trying to make me play that theme again. We don't have time. Um, <laughs> it's a great you know, song. In, in order to, so there are a lot of like uh, uh, gay porn actors that I want to follow on Twitter, but I don't want to do it publicly. So I created like a a, a hidden Twitter account that I tried to make private and tried to hide and stuff so that people wouldn't find me. And then uh, I I started getting notifications that friends of mine that I know in real life are now following the the private gay porn Twitter account. And I'm wondering if they're getting like tweets, if they're getting like notifications saying, Ryan Holmes is now on Twitter at this handle and then they start following me and I think I could be fucked. I, <laughs> Johnny Cash course. always said what's uh, what will be what's brought what's done in the dark will be brought to the light. Be be <laughs> careful what you do. <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you wish for because you might just get it. And even if you get it then you wouldn't know what to do with it. Something like that. That's right. That's exactly right. I I, I be, you know, the private account sounds okay. I mean, why are these people following you? I don't understand. What, 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 what's going on? I mean, this is supposed to be private, right? They don't know it's you, though, right? 
I, that's, I think that they might – I think maybe I didn't set it up correctly, and they have found out that it's – because sometimes I get notifications saying this person's on Twitter or this person's on Instagram as this other – like my friend Lanny. Um, well, I wouldn't really say friend, but, you know, uh, as, uh, acquaintance, Lanny, I get a notification saying uh, your friend Lanny's now on uh, Instagram as, uh, like – Ring Circus 3 or so, something like ridiculous that I would have never known. And I'm wondering if people are getting, you know, my gay porn Twitter as that. Um, but she's the same girl I think I told you about at the time that uh, I, I was I was trying to make conversation with her. We were at a cabaret and I, I you know, we've never really had a conversation. And this is, you know, she went to college with me and I go um and because I, I I talked to her two friends and not her and I so I, I wanted to bring her in and I said and and Lanny you got married and she goes yeah and I go to a man <laughs> and the thing is that um it right after she she goes she just goes yeah and and like passes. And I turn to my old acting professor, Nicole, who's friends with Lanny, and I go, that did not come out right. And, <laughs> and immediately, Nicole goes, you're fine. Like, she knew that I was going to say this. She's like, you're fine. And I was like, I mean, I really feel, and she was like, no, trust me, if if you did something weird, I would let you know. It's You're fine. And <laughs> then, like, and then, and then afterwards, I'm leaving the and she she like uh hugs me goodnight and I was like I meant it like so you're reading a book like something like I was trying to like joke like to be obvious and she was like oh my god you're fine and then like a, a couple days later I see Nicole at the in the well I was I had headphones on and I couldn't hear anything and she I guess she's yelling my name and then all of a sudden she she starts tapping me and I turn around and it's her my old acting professor at my subway stop in Brooklyn and um and then she she like smiles at me and goes, "So it was good to see you the other night at the uh, cabaret." And and we both gave each other this look like we were acknowledging that I said something stupid, but I didn't bring it up again. Um, and but then the thing the thing that sucks about it most is I remember after I, afterwards I go in and I'm sitting with Friedman, the the and his girlfriend and another girl that's like I think in love with him and it's very complicated. Um but I uh I I go uh you know, I, I think I really said I think I, I maybe uh uh something inappropriate to Lanny just now and he goes, What'd you say, man? And I go, um I said, So you you're uh you're married and she goes, Yeah and I go, To a man and she's like <laughs> yeah, and then Friedman goes. He goes. <laughs> he goes. <laughs> he, 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 he says. Was she in the chicks? <laughs> Was she in the chicks? <laughs> and I go no, and then he just goes. <laughs> starts cracking up. Like yeah, it's a, to a man. Was she in chicks? No. And then he just starts laughing. Oh, and it was so awkward. 
And then I find out later that allegedly there has been some sort of ambiguity to this particular person's. Uh... Oh my God! Are you serious? <laughs> yes. So it was like, I you know I didn't intend it the way that it came out. I did not. I promise. I didn't even know about ambiguity. Oh my God! Oh my God! You probably ruined their marriage now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! I really hope she doesn't hear this. Um, <laughs> I say this. You know, I I told her. So you're married, uh huh, to a man. Yeah. Was she into chicks? <laughs> I'm sorry. I would have laughed my butt off if I heard that. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> Oh man, that was awful. That was awful. And I, I said to Caitlin afterwards, I was like, I just had a really awkward conversation with Lanny, and she goes, What conversation isn't awkward with her? So apparently, it's a typical thing to have an awkward conversation with this person, which is I barely know the girl. I really wouldn't know. Um, but anyway, let's stop talking about this before I get myself in trouble. Um, so. Uh, uh, weeks. Remember when Owner was on Owner to Kel? Do you remember that? Of course. I could never forget. That was amazing. Okay. So Owner to Kel is this guy who's – he's kind of like one of these guys who's like – You know that kind of guy? He's like, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Was she into chicks? <laughs> to a man. <laughs> to a man. You know, it's like so. I'm trying to think of a better example. Like, so you were you were reading an article with words. You know, it's like that kind of kind of like real obvious, but <laughs> wound up being a disaster. Um. When Owner Tekel was on, Owner Tekel, by the way, is a, a guy who is like, eh, and he directed um, a movie that my friend Jason Selvig is in called Summer of Blood, which is on Netflix, and everyone should watch it because it is hilarious. Um, and um, I think the other movie is called Richard's Wedding, I believe, that Owner d- directed, acted in, and, and uh, wrote. And, man, this guy's hilarious. And uh, when we were doing the joke off, Owner said... Um, uh, Ryan, do you do stand up? You must. And I told him, no, I can't imagine anything more mortifying. Um, so I thought recently, what if, what if I actually gave it a shot? So uh, I've been just writing some ideas down, and I want to run them by you. This is the first time in history, on Blazing Rye or otherwise, I am ever doing uh, stand up comedy. Oh my gosh, this is a, a milestone. I'm I'm excited. Are you seriously considering this? Uh, all I'm I'm trying to figure out is if this has any sort of uh comedic merit to it whatsoever. So you will be the first judge. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm 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 looking forward to this. Okay. And and I I guess if you know, we did do a Blazing Rye anniversary show for the first anniversary and I did do a monologue then, but that's uh, uh, and but it was stuff that you know other people wrote, 
and it was uh, it was more, it was a very short kind of thing, like a late night, late late show monologue. Um, so that that is like my extent of I, that's all I've done in terms of stand up comedy. Just to give you that, just that those like ten minutes or whatever. No problem, no problem. I I I think you're gonna do phenomenal. I'm ready. Oh well, you gotta fucking lower your expectations right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, this this is gonna be very jumbled and all over the place, and and uh, it was just stuff I jot, jotted down. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Mm. Some of these might not make any sense. All right. The whole idea of putting a parental advisory on music is very weird. What if you have terrible parents? You know, what what, what if your dad is Ted Bundy? I'm not interested in his opinion on the new Nick Jonas album. What do they mean by parental advisory? Any parents? Can I ask my friend Jimmy's parents? Who cook meth in the trailer park? If I can listen to the Marshall Mathers LP, <laughs> I uh, I lived in L.A. for a long time, where it is impossible to get anywhere and do anything. In New York, we have the most amazing public transportation, but we are too lazy to take advantage of it. If you're in Greenwich Village and a booty call invites you to the Upper East Side, you're like, uh, forget it. The the daunting task of walking up one flight of stairs to the next train platform is too much for us to bear. And God forbid we're on the Upper West Side and a buddy invites us to watch the game on the Upper East Side. Going across town is not a subject with which any New Yorker is comfortable. And that's insane. You know, I'm, uh, I'm trying to eat healthy. It takes every last ounce of willpower for me to not order a sandwich or... Uh, grab a couple slices of pizza. So I'll order a salad, very meticulously choosing only vegetables and protein and smart carbs like fucking raisins. Uh, and then they deliver it. And have you noticed lately that these fucks include bread with your salad? Well, what's the goddamn point there? That There it goes that. You go through all the trouble, all the willpower, and they still bring you the carby deliciousness. <laughs> so I can't get let that go to waste, so I eat it and I feel like shit again. Um, New York is the only city in the world where if you feel like it, you can pick a huge fight with a trash can and no one will give a shit. You can yell and scream and beat the living fuck out of a garbage can, and to New Yorkers, that's normal. <laughs> I'm always very uh, reluctant to give up my seat on the train for an old person. Uh, you're essentially telling them, you're essentially telling them, you look like shit. Take a seat. You know, same thing with a pregnant woman. What if she's not really pregnant? And in that case, she'll probably kick the shit out of me. <laughs> then when people don't sit next to me on the subway... I get very insulted. Not that I want them there, but are they saying I'm so fat I take up too much space so they can't sit <laughs> in the seats next to me? I see uh, I see a lot of brothers out there tonight. I, uh, I see a lot of brothers on the train. Brothers have this incredible ability 
to talk for hours and hours and say absolutely nothing. Yo, I'm telling you, son, on the real, man, I ain't even fronting real talk. Put that on everything. Got me feeling some type of way. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, a big uh, a big white guy phrase lately is, not going to lie, not going to lie. Why do these assholes think their friends always assume they're lying to them? And it's always trivial, too. It's always... Not gonna lie, I'm craving my mom's meatloaf. It, it's never, it's never. Not gonna lie, I slipped trimming my pubes last night, accidentally cut off my foreskin, and proceeded to give myself a full circumcision. It's never that. Another one is honestly, honestly. I think I'm just gonna stay in tonight. Oh really? What a fucking astounding idea! I would never believe that to be true. Speaking of uh, circumcision, you guys heard about the rabbis uh, in Williamsburg who thought it was appropriate to put their mouth on a freshly circumcised baby's dick, thereby giving the baby herpes and the baby then dying? The real tragedy, though, is that there are no hot rabbis. There are some hot babies, though. Uh have you noticed commercials lately? <laughs> commercials lately just throw in a dude with no leg or a lady with no arm or a kid with no hand. It's it's a good thing to be so inclusive, but this is a bit much. It's like these advertisers need to verify their product is so easy. You don't even need to use two hands. They say... They say you must do the thing that scares you the most. So I have a lot of unprotected sex. And I always wind up horrified for months after that. And I'm not really sure how it helps. I'm just living in a perpetual state of fear. And uh, that's, that's, that, that was it. That was my first stand-up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to say, that was great. I loved it. I love the joke. I love the way you deliver it. You have a real character, the way you uh, deliver your jokes, especially when you get really kind of sarcastic and uh, you're talking about New York and the subway. I love the whole bit about the subway. I love the beginning with the parental advisory. Uh, you just started picking up steam throughout it. And, uh, yeah, man, I think this is definitely – you should give this a try. I think this, you got some talent there. You got some good jokes. I think you're funny as hell, and the way you deliver it, uh, it's it's good. I think it's very good. Thank you, thank you. Now, I I uh, <clears throat> by by saying I had some character to it, did do, do, do you think I was doing some sort of like actor's voice or something? Because I don't want to not be me. I want to be me. No, 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 no. You uh, when you're in, I think this is naturally you. You you have like a. Funny okay. and sarcastic kind of tone to it, and I think that was the best parts of your your uh, joke telling. Where when you're talking about New, uh, New York, talking about the brothers, talking about you know sitting on the train, uh, being too big, people don't want to sit next to you. You're talking about the parental advisory things. I think that that's definitely you. You're you're shining through, and I think that's when you're the best uh, throughout the joke telling. And 
you know, I, I, I don't, it was funny as hell. I, even in the most awkward part, uh, <laughs> when he's talking about the rabbi and everything like that, I thought that was the funniest because that, that is you. You know how to, like, make the most silly, awkward uh, joke, a funny joke, and make people comfortable with it. I think that's a very difficult huh. thing to do, and you huh. did that wonderfully, I thought. Thanks. Uh, did, yeah, no, did seriously. You... And, uh, definitely. Yeah. I, I think it's hilarious. I, I, you know, if I were to give that a 1 through a 10, I'd give that, like, uh, you know, for initial yeah. uh, joke telling, I'd give that, like, a 9.5. Uh, that's too high. That's way too high. I'd give it, like, a 4. No, no way. No four. Uh, for an initial joke telling, it, it got me laughing, man. I, I do laugh a lot. I don't need you to, to, you know, laugh, but, I, you know, right. that was an honest laughing. I was very, that was, I was very amused. Was the, very the, funny. The, the baby part, did, I mean, the, the rabbi part, did you hear the, so uh, so did you hear the part of the, after the whole no hot rabbis thing? No. What did you say after that? Yes. All right, so I said the the real tragedy there is that there are no hot rabbis. <laughs> there are some hot babies, though. Yeah, I like that, yes. Okay, yes. all right. Another... That, that one I was wondering about. No, I don't, I, you know, listen, it works. Because um, even though it's an awkward thing to say, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's funny because the way you say it, the way you said it, and the way the joke kind of flowed from it. So uh, <laughs> I think when you told the whole joke, it works very well. And I, I understand that that the brothers thing can be kind of offensive, and I don't mean to offend anybody. Uh, but it's just uh, you know, uh, it's it's how it is. I think that that like uh, you know the mains know that you know that that's the brothers can be talking for a long time, and and they're not saying anything. Not all brothers. And it all it all fits in with your routine, where you're like this real New Yorker. You're talking about the subway. You're talking about. New York life, and I think it uh, it all fits in and it works. It works very well. I think you just gotta you know build on that and uh, uh, tighten up the jokes maybe, and uh, I think that's that's pretty amazing. All right, we'll see we'll see what happens. I still can't imagine anything more mortifying than doing stand up, and and at the time that's where that whole unprotected sex joke came from because at the time my response to owner was like, well, isn't isn't that more of a reason to do it then? Shouldn't you do it because it scares you? And then I said, well, I, I do other things that scare me. I have unprotected sex. And that was like the, that was my response at the time. So now I've tried to turn that into a thing. We'll see uh, if anything happens. But yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just in the, in the mode of writing shit down now. I, I caught me a moleskin. Uh, you know, these things, these moleskins. No, it's a notebook. Moleskin notebook I got at Barnes and Noble, and uh, and I've been writing it like actually writing with a pen. <laughs> oh my God! I forgot how to even do that. What? Uh, you, what yeah. Are you crazy? I know. Charles <laughs> told me he literally cannot write anymore. Like he has no idea how to write anymore. Um, and uh, you, um, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, <laughs> I heard something real crazy today. Sherry the lemon told me. Because I was saying that I wanted to get an Apple Watch, and Sherry the Lemon goes, "But why would you need a watch when you have a phone?" And <laughs> I just want to point out how insane that sounds. Think about it. Why would you have a watch when you have a phone? <laughs> Think about that for a second. You know, and yeah. The thing is, that would have made no sense at all uh, a few years ago. 
you know, where your phone is something that you have in the house to call people. And why why would you need a watch when you have a phone? Well, they serve two different purposes. It just sounded real, real fucking crazy when she said it. They're really crazy. They're two totally different devices. And one that's around your hand and one goes in your pocket or, you know, your back. And, uh, and yeah. the watch looks pretty crazy. I mean, it does more than just yeah. tell time. I mean, but that thing, yeah. that thing is expensive as hell. Isn't it like... How, how much is that? Like 300 bucks, right, or more? It You know what? It, it Not only does it tell time, it does everything your phone does. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's um, it's it, The the cheapest one is $349, and the okay. most expensive one is $17,000. What? <laughs> oh, my God. What, is that, what does it do? What does a $17,000 watch do? Does it wash my body? <laughs> it yeah, becomes a professional ball washer. It's what it does. It spouts out water and and cleans up duck butter better than any other watch can. All right, then that, that's worth it then, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of ball washing, what's your favorite scene? She's my 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 I think I interpreted that as my favorite scene is she's the main baby the main fight main is. Yes. It's gotta be when a mind of bank plays this guy Terry. <laughs> Alright. Uh huh. <laughs> Look, kid, I uh how much you weigh, son? When you weighed one hundred and sixty eight pounds, you were beautiful. You could have been another Billy Kahn and that skunk we got you for a manager. He brought you along just too fast. It wasn't him, Charlie. It was you. Remember that night in the garden you came down to my dressing room and you said, Kid, this ain't your night. We're going for the price on Wilson. You remember that? This ain't your night. My night. I could have taken Wilson apart. So what happens? He gets the title shot outdoors in the ballpark, and what do I get? A one-way ticket to Palookaville. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. You should have taken care of me just a little bit so I wouldn't have to take them dives for all that short-end money. Oh, I had some bets down for you, didn't I, Terry? You saw some money. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum, which is mm. what I am. Let's face it. It was you, Charlie. It was always you. And that's my favorite scene. It's you, the main man, but you're made of pain. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. If I had a shoe, I would throw it at you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. I noticed a lot of a lot of homosexuals lately have been during and if somebody's up there on stage and they're he or she is belting a song, a lot of these gays will take one of their shoes off and throw it at the stage. Is, is it a compliment? It's like you're so good. I gotta throw my shoe at you. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense in a way. It's just like throwing an article of clothing up there. I guess you know, yeah. unless you you hurt them with the shoe and hit them. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your favorite scene in She's a Man Man? She's a Man Man. My favorite scene in She's a Man Man with Man Man. By the way, where was your scene from? The Godfather or something? Where was that? No, it's just, well, very close. Uh, I haven't even seen the movie, but I, I've seen the scene many times. 
on the waterfront. That was Marlon Brando. Oh, Brando, gotcha. Um, my favorite scene is my remember the mind mind is from um the movie uh Precious based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Uh, <laughs> open open parenthesis. She's the main. Do not close parenthesis. Uh, semicolon hyphen hyphen. Uh, Gili. Then close parenthesis. And in Gili, Amanda, Amanda Bynes plays this. I, I'm honestly not sure if this is the man or woman character. So she's either playing Ben Affleck or Jennifer Lopez. And uh, I think it's the 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 female character. So he goes. She goes. Their form, neck, shoulders, legs, hips. I think pretty cool. Now, as far as your famous penis goes, well, there now we know which which one it is. As far as your famous penis goes, the penis is like some sort of bizarre sea slug or like a really long toe. I mean, it's handy, important even, but the print, but the pinnacle of sexual design, the top of the of erotic destinations, I don't think so. One's first impulse is to kiss. What? To kiss the lips, firm, delicious lips, sweet lips surrounding a warm, moist, dizzling, scented mouth. That's what everyone wants to kiss, not a toe, not a sea slug, a mouth. And why do you think that is, stupid? Because the mouth is the twin sister, the almost exact lookalike of what? Not the toe. The mouth is the twin sister of the vagina. And all creatures, big and small, seek the orifice, the opening, to be taken in, engulfed, to be squeezed, lovingly crushed by what is the truly all-powerful, all-encompassing no! If it's design you're concerned with, hidden meeting, symbolism, power. Forget the top of Mount Everest. Forget the bottom of the sea, the moon, the stars. There is no place, nowhere, that has been the object of more ambitions, more battles, than the sweet, sacred mystery between a woman's legs that I am proud to call my pussy. So I think this is just my roundabout way of saying that it is women who are, in fact, the most desirable form. And now, wouldn't you agree? And that's my favorite wow. scene. She's my... my, 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 my. Bravo, sir. Bravo. That was incredible. That was powerful. Yes. That was yes, powerful. Was. Oh, yes. my God. I was moved. Yes, I've never seen this movie, but now I want to see it. Whatever this is. What is this? It's called Gili with Benifer Lopez and Affleck. Remember that oh one? Oh my god! I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's surprising that it was such a flop. After that, it sounds like a good monologue. Uh, but uh, I remember I rented Gili from Blockbuster, R.I.P., and I, I I returned it without ever watching it. What? I rented it three days, returned it, never watched. Who does that? I don't know. You know who does it is this guy. Except for breakfast. Breakfast is very good over there because how can you beat eggs, 
sausage, bacon, more sausage, and then top that off with some fried tomatoes and baked fucking beans. (laughs) (laughs) And pay attention to the very end here. Pay attention to the end of this here. yelling there at the end. Mitt Romney! <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, I noticed that you didn't really text about a certain thing today. Do we have an update on what Mousy's doing? <laughs> Damn it! No, we don't. We don't. Not yet. Not yet. The news is coming in slowly. Very slowly. Snail pace. The summer... Yeah. This, this is when the album's going to be released, though. So, be prepared. It's July 4th. There's the album release. I'm going to get you a snippet of the album, the song with 50 Cent and Martha Stewart. That's coming out in two in two weeks. I'm going to have that for you. <laughs> two weeks. What's, what's, what's the song called again? It's called House Living with Mousy. It's ter- it's, it sounds terrible. It's <laughs> awful. It's House Living with Mousy featuring Martha Stewart and 50 Cent. It's... it's <laughs> You said, it sounds terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it sounds terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it sounded like you were going to defend it, and then you just admitted it. It was awful. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but I guarantee you, it's going to be worth a listen. I'm telling you right now. You're going you're gonna to enjoy it. You're married. You may not like it, so you enjoy it. To a man. <laughs> Was she in chick? married. To a man. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um... Oh boy, I saw her last week at the reunion, two weeks ago at the reunion. It was very, I was very tense. Um, um, so uh, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Hey, 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 hey. Go, re- go, go, f- listen to me. Go record a fucking podcast, everybody, because, you know, the, 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 the worst that can happen is you have a, a record of, of a conversation uh, with your friends, and that's a wonderful thing. And you can pass that on to generations of your boys and girls and, and uh, uh, trannies. And it, uh, <laughs> and, uh, um, it, and the best thing that could happen would be you get a, make a good TV show out of it or a movie out of like, um, like uh, comic book men. TV show, straight out of a podcast. Marin, TV show. Out of a podcast, Smodcast Pictures released um, uh, Tusk. Smodcast was a podcast. Is a podcast. So, best case scenario, you're you're on the big screen or the small screen. Worst case scenario, this right here. <laughs> and uh, I uh, <laughs> and hit the brakes, Florence. 
Somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking bitch? <laughs> you can take her out to a nice big breakfast of eggs, sausage, bacon, some more eggs, some fried tomatoes, and some big fucking beans. <laughs> then you're going to take her to the Iowa City Sheridan. She's going to pee all over the lobby floor. So you tell the hotel she wanted to bring them a little something because the mailman got delivered on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, week. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.